Well, hi, Drina. Hi. <laughs> well, hello, Adrian. How are you? Hey, on mute. <laughs> you fresh? You on mute, Adrian? <laughs> oh my God, Black. I'm I'm good, man. I'm doing <laughs> feeling well. <laughs> you feeling well? You well, got feeling well. You guys look so nice. You look like you're glowing. That's Didi. Dee -Dee. Life is great. Life is I don't great. know what, how I'm glowing. Because uh, <laughs> I'm lifing right now. I don't know what y'all talking about. Well, you look good. You look Thank good. You. Um, I had to go into the office today. You know, I ain't been in the office in a hot, hot minute. And so, um, y'all, y'all. I forgot about how that commute into DC was. It took me two hours to get to work. Oh, <laughs> Woo! oh hell no. Hey, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. No, sir. Absolutely this, not. This drink is well needed right now. Yeah. Well, we got so much to go over tonight. We got a huge announcement tonight. So I want to make sure we bring on our special guest early he's gonna go through the whole show with us i hope he got time tonight um but for those of you who don't know us we are the breaking barriers podcast and i will introduce my amazing co-host first i will start off with my boy my boy mr adrian taylor aka mr gc aka mm -hmm. mr ty shawty <laughs> And then we have the Derby Queen herself, Miss Dreena, aka Dream the Dream, aka 
Drina finds out. Drina gonna find out. Boy, I thought she done found out something tonight. I was like, whoa, what happened? What happened? Drina wasn't ready to tell nobody what the business was. You know, she said she wanted to save it for the after show. She she sent me a private message. And then we have our host with the most going on all the time, Miss Didi, Miss AKA. The core queen. AKA. I just thank God this migraine is gone finally. It just left like an hour ago. Literally. Mm-hmm. Literally. It was yesterday. Thank God. It's gone. How was it? How was Atlanta? <laughs> um Atlanta was Atlanta. Okay. Um the podcast festival. As a project manager, I was super disappointed um, in the setup and the, the the acoustics and the it was just not good. It wasn't their first year. Was it their first year? Yeah, it was their first year. Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was in like an outdoor space, and they were trying to host. They were trying to let their podcast come on stage live and do a podcast in an outdoor space with hundreds of people as if we could hear them. (laughs) It was just not good. It was, and then you were forced to watch that specific podcast where when I hear festival, I automatically go to essence and I'm like, you can go to separate rooms. You can choose which, which podcast you want to go listen to. And it just would be more advantageous for people to be able to go to the one that best fit what they're looking to get out of something. But it was, I didn't like it. When I think, when I think, I thought that that's what it was going to be like. You could go see which one you wanted to. Yeah, it was. But um, we're going to get into it. I'm going to bring on our special guest who's been here several times. Um, everybody knows who he is. Well, they should know who he is by now. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I'm going to just bring him on. Uh, he is the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Dwayne's son, a.k.a. I am whoa. <laughs> We're going to bring him on. We want him to come for the trending topics, icebreakers, and main topics. We're going to bring our boy on. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing tonight? We good, good. good. You already know. <laughs> See ya. Look, we got so much to talk about tonight. <laughs> y'all make Daniel change his avatar? He changed it. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> he done changed it back to the original. That's what he had previously. That ain't nothing special. Right. Yeah, yo. <laughs> it don't count. That is funny. So, um, do y'all want to get into trending topics? Do y'all want to do the announcement? What y'all want to do? We're going to go trending topics first. The show, show, boss. I'm asking my co host. Do y'all want to go to trending topics first? Sure, let's do trending okay. topics first. Give you okay. know, give a little bit more time. All right, so since me and Adrian were together in Atlanta this past weekend for the Black Effect Podcast Festival, we are going to talk about the fight that we went to go see. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all watch the fight? Liver shots, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what fight? It wasn't much of a fight. Uh, hey man, the boy went down like uh, Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Oh, it was rigged. Um, I don't know. What y'all do? Y'all think it was rigged? Do you think he really was hurt? Brett came. Oh, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Oh, he was hurt. That's not a spot you want to get hit in. But Brett said he had a rat in uh in his camp. Yeah, he's. What what was he talking? I feel like unless you have hard evidence, don't do it. Yeah. Cause somebody mentioned something because I wasn't really watching that closely until the fight, but they mentioned something about um them calling the fight in the seventh round, like or like uh the, the bets, I guess, in Vegas or something like that. Okay. And that's why they're saying it's rigged, because I don't know. I didn't even to I didn't keep up with the gambling part of it. I was uh I was just entertained with the fact that I was like, okay, we gotta pass five rounds. Wait, well, excuse me. What the first knockdown happened in what the second round? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just happy to see you go past five. <laughs> yeah. But then the way it ended. It was so abrupt. <sighs> and he hit him so fast that you unless the, the replay happened, nobody saw it. We was like, wait, what? Right, we was. We was in there like what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, we saw the sh- we saw him get hit, but you know, it didn't in real speed. It didn't look like it was that much. Um, and then I get you know, but them body shots, man, them delayed reactions is real. Um, so <laughs> he was like, oh, <laughs> and I thought he was gonna get up, but because he looked at his corner like, like yeah, shook his head yeah. So I'm like, oh okay, he just taking the eight count, and then he gonna stand up. But then when that head dropped, I was like, I don't, I don't think Buddy gonna get up. Mm-hmm. It was so over with. Can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody call my mama. <sighs> they said Drake had a million dollars on the fight. Who did? Drake. Drake. I did see DC Young fly him and uh, who was it? Game. They put a hundred thousand on the real quick. And game put a hundred thousand up for uh Garcia. Mm. DC at the last minute was like, I'm gonna take the bit. He said he was <laughs> he was like, like I'm going crazy, I ain't never been this much money in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never been yeah. this much money in my life. Ain't no way. Uh, soon as old boy couldn't get up on, they said nine, tick, DC will live. I want my money. <laughs> 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 so what y'all think about these uh playoffs the, the nba playoffs y'all know my team has swept their team so <laughs> philly stand up <laughs> okay that got there behind the muscle of Kyrie and kevin durant it showed up with no Kyrie or kevin durant <laughs> So, congratulations. You beat the JV squad. We're not worried. That's cool. Uh, and they said about my Eagles, but carry on. I'm a Laker <laughs> fan. Bubba Dub is speaking the truth for us. That's all I'm going to say. Who? Bubba Dub, he be speaking the truth. Anthony Davis, you Bigfoot motherfucker. <laughs> 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 no, he, we go out there some night and we, we look good and we look like absolute trash. Uh, we, got that, we got that win last night, but by the I ain't lie, by the grace of God and LeBron and every last one of them twenty rebounds. 
Who? Yeah, my you son's a Lakers fan. Oh, God bless his heart. Boy, gonna have heart trouble. So, this is not for the week. <laughs> Good evening, Betty. What my brother say? So I'm mad. We swept them nets. Mm -hmm. I had a ticket to the Monday game. I canceled. What you got that for? But when your team sweeps and bums, that's what happens. Period. JV squad. Yeah. Okay. JV squads didn't get paid like the professionals, so oh, they, sh they sure do. <laughs> they sure do. Speaking of getting paid, yeah. ooh, I got ooh, I got some. I'm like woke up tomorrow night. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's been some um some real news in the news this week, specifically about the news. Don Lemon got fired. That man said them folks ain't even call him. <laughs> he told his agent to tell him don't come to work no more. <laughs> oh, fired? I think I read they he said they still owe him like $25 million out of his contract. Yeah, he hired um what's his name? Uh what's the other guy that they Cuomo? fired? Cuomo's Cuomo. lawyer to get the money. Did Tucker Carson get fired too? Yeah. Real quick. On the mm. same day. Mm. Hey. I guess. Didi, I think you muted now. There you go. My, my microphone. I meant to pull up the video. Somebody was saying that they think that this specific video was the reason why Don Lemon got fired. Mm. He's going back and forth with the Indian guy. Mm. So oh, they yeah. had nothing to do with New Year's. I'm drop, drop. Oh, they were saying that ain't it. Uh, I think some people said it was how he was treating people at work, women, and oh, and yeah, talking down to him. It was a lot. You know, oh. they have recordings, voice recordings of him doing these things. So, oh, yeah, you that know how that goes. That money, boy. That might want that money. Uh. Right, yeah. You know, because companies typically. You know how they do. They're going to do everything they need to do to make sure before they going to cut you loose that they do their due diligence to make sure that they ain't, if, even if they do cut a check, it ain't going to be no $25 million check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might be two right or three. Now. But they, they, hey, they'll take that that two or three loss. Like, yeah, here you go. Take that. But you ain't getting that 25 though. All right. Well, hopefully they covered all their bases. Um he was warned and talked and reprimanded or whatever. I don't know. But but and they also said that they did tell him that he was being fired. So they're saying that what whatever he's saying is a lie. Probably is. Oh Lord. He said we know Don is and can't be a sassy Miss Thing every now and then. <laughs> Lord. You know, I don't know. What you think of Rick Ross offering him a job? At, 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 uh, oh, at, my God. Yeah. Hey, man, we on the grill. Bro, say, I, I find you a grill. <laughs> How disrespectful. My guy, you can't do that. <laughs> hey, oh, I think it was, you know, he he did it because, you know, you know, the, you know, the vibes, you know, the situation is his name Lemon. Lemon pepper. Don, Don Lemon Pepper Wayne. I mean, yeah. how about offer him a franchise, maybe? Not to cook no wings. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know what he offered, but I, I, I just think it was to, to be a cook at one of the wings. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's mm-hmm. gonna put you behind the grill. Don Lemon on New Year's Eve is like classic. Yes, you be lit. But <laughs> well, my boy missed the drop this year. He was out there drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. that part. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at them out there drunk as a skunk. It be cold out there anyway. Man, right. you need. Hey, you I'm need like, a little sip action to stay warm. You know what I'm like, saying? If you're going to allow alcohol on the air, be prepared for the consequences that's coming with it. And he was in New Orleans. They were sending him to New Orleans. Yeah, like, what, exactly. what they expected him to do? you lucky he was late, not actually just left. Right. You feel me? Uh, look, uh, on that dark end of bourbon. Ooh. <laughs> I, think, I think he was. I think he was shooting on that end. On the darky, yeah, the rainbow side. Oh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, but I thought I was in uh, my first time out there. Dude walked up on me with a horse head. I said, Get me the hell out of here, man. Where am I at? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hoodoo, voodoo, we do. <laughs> hey, so. Did y'all have an opportunity to watch the King Bond documentary on YouTube? No. Listen, if you have not watched this documentary, I highly recommend it. I have never been so drawn in and intrigued by a documentary in my life. I've never seen a documentary done so well. And I I was shocked and and I couldn't believe what I was watching because I didn't know anything about King Von. I didn't hear stories about it. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was um, disturbing to say the least. The kind of guy that he was. I didn't know that he was this evil and demonic. And that he was literally telling on himself like every day on social media. <laughs> like every day. And I just, I, it was disturbing. And I've never thought that anybody really deserves to die. But after watching that, I must say, Jeez. he had to go. He had to go. That dude was Satan himself. Yeah. So they labeled him as rap's first serial killer. Yeah. Jeez, please. Yeah, I don't know what, well, I heard, like, I heard some crazy stories about some of the stuff he done done. Of course, I don't know how how true it is, but he said it all himself, literally on live on Twitter. He he literally he just said it. Okay, huh. <laughs> it like, what? So that's where it's like because I did, I understood that drill rap came from Chicago, and that like they would like tell the stuff that they were doing in the street. But I didn't know it was that blatant. <laughs> Just like, whoa. Uh, <clears throat> bad for this. Can't nobody get on them about telling on themselves, especially now that y'all done, done the old head thing and let them camcorders leak that footage from Freak Nick. <laughs> <You stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> everybody telling on everybody now. In the famous words of Mr. B, you told on yourself, then you told on me. <laughs> now we all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, definitely. If y'all get a chance, watch it. It's a three-hour documentary, and I promise you, I was scrambling to get back to it because I was just like, like it was crazy. (laughs) 
the guy, I think he's from the UK who put it together. Genius. Great job. And Mac, he, he needs to get an award for that documentary. Really good job. Um, oh, God. This right here, I don't know if y'all saw the pictures of it. I did not pull the pictures because I was just disgusted by it. But did you hear about the man who was eaten alive by bed bugs in the Atlanta jail cell? Heard about it. Immediately swiped. Oh. I, <clears throat> I heard about it, and I think that in my mind, like, um, whenever you see images of what it really looks like in jail, but I guess, you know, when you see TV shows and movies about jail, or like, oh, that's a set, but like, this is really what jail looks like. This is really the conditions these people are living in. Um, wasn't it some point in time, was it last year or maybe the year before that? Um, Black, Black Mano Chase was chasing down some storage, man. They, brothers in uh, jail in, I want to say, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inhumane conditions out there, man. This stuff ain't just some TV writers put stuff together. These yeah. folks put you away. What was, about what was happening in Parchment was um like it started off in the wintertime. There was a pipe that busted. And so the floors were just leaking and it's I guess like central Mississippi, so it gets pretty cold up there. So it just like spawned into this whole bigger issue. And they were actually doing like an investigation into parchment. I think they still may be doing that. But yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy because this guy was actually just locked up for a misdemeanor. How you get eaten by using that alone? They said that they put him in a mental, the mental ward. And he kept complaining and they were ignoring him. That's <sighs> just this people. I don't know. I don't see how you can just let somebody just, I don't know. People are mean and nasty and just <sighs> lack empathy all the way around. So yeah. recipes to the man. That's got to be the most horrific way to die. I don't even, oh my God. Yeah, that's bad. I don't know. But um, in better news, did y'all see the couple of the year? Well, at least we hope it's a couple. Ashanti and Nelly spotted fight night on stage together, holding hands, walking into the fight together, sitting together, all booed up and stuff. Think I saw it. <clears throat> you think they're getting that old thing back? I don't know. Um, but I think Bow Wow put it best. He told Nelly, like, Man, you 50 years old. You need to go ahead and lock that down. But what is she waiting on? <laughs> you 50 years old. Herb Dolly somewhere punching the air. Ooh, I know he mad. Boys in the hood style. I know he mad. Love me. <laughs> no. I mean. They might as well go ahead and bring it on back, run it back. Right. What else y'all doing? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. You ain't gonna do, don't do nothing with it, Nelly. Just don't even waste folk time, Bridget. Have your business. Until then, I don't even care. Just don't even wait. Don't waste the time, bro. Don't knock it out. I don't mean that in a sexual way. Either, but I mean, you do that too. Well, we hope knock she ain't wasting her time because it could be her. Nearly 50 years old. <laughs> I mean, she may not want to be in a relationship, though. 
Quite possibly. You've been single for a minute. You ain't coming back down this road again if you if that ain't if that ain't your, unless they just I ain't gonna even say like because marriage may not be for everybody. I get that. It may not be for everybody, but yet still. Uh 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 don't mess this up, man. I'm trying not to cuss. Just just don't mess this up. <laughs> Y'all know what I want to say. Don't I'm trying to I think they make a great couple. Everybody wants to see them back together. It just makes sense. Cause I don't unless I'm mistaken, I don't remember like it being any drama to why they broke up, or maybe I don't remember. I don't know. I don't I don't remember hearing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Got people out here thinking about <laughs> I mean, ain't nothing else out here. You might as well go back to what you know. <laughs> go to what you know. Didi, what you gonna do then? Don't do that. Don't you do that? <laughs> Don't you do that? <laughs> Adrian love. Adrian love putting petty. people. He loves this one, folks. He is petty. You y'all keep y'all all y'all talking about. You might as well see what that old thing working with. So I'm asking. Well, spin the block then. What's up? Spin the block with who? Be specific since you being messy. I don't know. Oh. She got that H town in her. She want that old thing back. back. Mm. Mm. Jen, don't laugh at him, Jen. Don't yeah. laugh at him because he's messy. I don't know. I'm just gonna ride down the street. <laughs> <laughs> really? And you gonna dance with him? Okay. <laughs> hey. We probably gonna talk icebreaker topics since y'all wanna be messy tonight. Hey man. That was for that was for you, Jennifer. Shout out. <laughs> All right, here we go. Name a fruit that you hate. Come on, comments. Which what fruit do y'all hate? Oranges. Yeah, I can't. I can't get to you with oranges. Oh no, I, I have a thing with it. You know, extremely acidic fruit. You know, I have pretty badass reflux, but I never like the fact of how when you bite into all the stringy shit getting to your teeth and stuff. When you see yeah, like white people shit, I mean, white people stuff. <laughs> I don't know. What is that? What is it? I heard of that. What is that? What is it? I gotta look that up. I don't even. I never heard right. of that. <laughs> I don't like the mangoes. only food, the only you don't like mangoes, Didi. Listen, it took me forever to try mango, and when I did, I was like, I'm so mad. It took me this long to try them. I love them. Mm -hmm. The only fruit I hate is cantaloupe. Really, I love cantaloupe. I don't like it. I ain't gonna say I hate it, but I don't, I don't, I don't like it. It's not, it's not in the top tier. <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> I don't. Like, yeah. It, WPS. Oh, right. <laughs> I bet it is because I ain't mango. never heard of it. Mangoes, the it's the the. Like the green. You like, you like peaches? Because I feel like mangoes are close to peaches to me. Oh wow! I like peaches. 
It's the it's a different consistency. Yeah. I love mango with the tine on them. I love mangoes. Oh, it's banned? This little fruit Daniel talking about, it's banned because of the overpowering smell of it. It stank. <laughs> I think I seen, yeah. I think I saw oh, I saw a video on that last week. That they be putting that on um what's it chopped? I think I seen that on chopped. And it was like I saw a video on that last week, man. That somebody got like really sick, <laughs> just like you was that big. That's disgusting. I was like, that's a fruit? No way. So right. hold up, it that's not jackfruit, is it? Dang. It kind of look like it. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what I'm saying. Jackfruit nasty. I, I don't do I've jackfruit, but I don't know if it's. I, I don't know if it's similar to jackfruit. Anyway, I, I never had. Okay, I ain't never had what Daniel talking about. I don't do jackfruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah me either. I, don't, I, I don't never do had jackfruit. it, but don't I ain't never had it. Okay, see, I hate it. Yeah, I don't do I jackfruit. Think, it definitely don't look appetizing. <laughs> I think my grandmother ruined cantaloupe for me because she would put the cottage cheese on it. Oh. Oh, Mm-mm. yeah, that's the. Mm-mm. I'm not eating no cottage cheese. Mm. I I rocks with it. I rocks with it. You like cottage cheese? Yeah, I do. I, fruit and cottage cheese. Ooh, pineapples, peaches, strawberries. <laughs> I'm a fruit in anything. I'm a fruit. <laughs> you know what? I, and that's the crazy thing. It's not many fruits that I can say that I don't rock with. Like jackfruit is one. That I've had, but that's probably the only fruit that I've actually tasted that I'm like, yo, I would never eat that again in life. <laughs> Shut up. I, look, I, look, that's what I equate cottage cheese to. He's talking about seeing no cottage cheese in Philly walking around. Y'all nasty. Yeah, that does sound like old people. I can't do it. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I'm not yeah. a cottage cheese person. During jackfruit are not the same. I looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not the same family. They kind of look like it. I don't know. Cantaloupe, cantaloupe to me just, I don't know what it, I don't like it at all. Cantaloupe busting. But y'all yes, know what my is. favorite fruit is, though? What's that? I don't want to sound black, but it is watermelon. watermelon. You feel me? Not. Be specific. <laughs> Yellow meat watermelon, my boy. Man, Man. any meat watermelon, long as it's yeah. natural. The, the yellow meat watermelon. Like, <laughs> it, it could be red, yellow, yellow, orange. Long as it's natural with the seeds in it, my boy, that mm-hmm. thing never bust. Yeah. It's still watermelon. You feel me? I, I eat watermelon every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yellow meat watermelon was the closest fruit I've ever had to remind me or put me in the mind frame of a woman. <laughs> That spot right there. See that filter? You see my paper? Nice. You know, when you, when you bite it, it's so juicy, it, it, it kind of choke you a little bit. Like, you bite into it and it's skeet in the back of your throat. It's gotta look, yeah, it got to look good, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, it got to look good. You be like, yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah, yeah. That was me last night. Ain't that right there, but she ain't no hit Going, I tell y'all all the time about choosing, about choosing their two for one. One year they had two for one watermelon margaritas and they would put a piece of watermelon on top. I was so ashamed because I was like, I need another one. 
I had like four of them. I was straight lit, so embarrassed. Like I'm the only black person in here in order to get them water. And not skeet gush. It's a difference. Gush. She said, stop messing with watermelon for me. <laughs> gush. It's it's this is this is from a man's perspective. Uh, okay, Good. ladies, if you buy curious, you probably can enjoy that too. But I'm saying though, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it, it, it bring out it, it bring out that in you, like you. <laughs> Watermelon do all of that. Once you done, you can got to the ride. You like shit, babe. What, what, what's going on? <laughs> I'm primed and ready. What's happening? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to the next topic because y'all don't want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. What song did you listen to that you had no business listening to when you were young? I got a list. I got one. So I got the first one. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I got got a few of them, but one that always jumped out to me because I just didn't know until I got older and really understood the words was too close. Oh, that's how yeah. yeah. Right. I, I I guess you know what I'm saying. That was my jam. And then I'm like, oh, he's talking about getting hard dancing with somebody. Like, oh, I ain't know that. Like, you know, because I would I was young. One thing is dancing like naked. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I didn't know the words until I got older. And I yeah. started singing it. And I'm like, you know, you sing that song, you like. Oh, that! Uh, oh, that's what I was singing when I had no business knowing. What I was doing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So My, that's one that really sticks out. The one that sticks out to me is stroking. What's stroking? Um, I mean, stroking. I mean, yeah. stroking. Yeah. That was, I mean, stroking? yeah. Okay, well, I don't feel so bad because you got to be a little bit not, more naive than I was, I was with my two close Adrian, with You know, when that song was popping, I was a kid. I didn't know what that man was talking about. Stroking, I didn't. I was just, I didn't know what he was talking about. And I didn't hear the real version until I became a grown-up when he said everything he said on the end. I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe they was letting me listen to this song. <laughs> um... What's my joint? Um, you know that ain't right, my Biggie. See, I'm a PK, so like I could not just buy tapes and CDs like that. I always got to hear stuff going to visit friends and cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, I had me a little change on me one Christmas, and I caught Biggie's first album. Um, and I remember laying in the bed. I can recite that album. I'm gonna front to back for you. Ready to die. But I never forget laying in that bed, and the first time I heard it, it headphones on, and you know it comes on and it's got the slurping sounds, and he talking that cash money. You know what I'm saying? You know how I go, boo. I meet next thing you know, you we just passed, back. But his line when he opens it up, now when I'm fucking off gin, I'm invincible. Don't love no hoe. That's my principle. Remember that that album came out in what like. 94. Yeah, about that. 94, 95? 12. (laughs) 
But he was, it just come, it just go. That's why I get my nut and I be out the fucking dome. I'm like, and I was like, this shit hard. Like, I loved it. <laughs> but I was, you know, look gangster with it. I'd be walking around the house with the headphones on, which was mm-hmm. dope until somebody saying something to you when you can't see. And they walk up behind you and do that right there. Mm-hmm. Everything that you listening to is not being heard within five feet. No, <laughs> <laughs> mm. no earbuds back then. <laughs> Yo, that song though is raw. That song was raw and Biggie. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah. So my song is. Um, I think I knew what the song was about, but I knew I didn't. I shouldn't be listening to it. <laughs> and I actually felt bad listening to it, but I still listened to it. Freak me by silk. Let me lick you up and let me start me off with this. What you? You had no business Yeah, I knew what the business was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I ain't had no business listening to it though. Like. Ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> What's my boy? A time legend. Uh, love in a mouth. Oh, uh, we knew all the words. Between that and I can yell it. Akinelli. Put it. In, oh my god. <laughs> she called <it> my mom. <laughs> that girl was singing her heart out. She yes. said, "I said, I said." I was like, "Oh, we in church singing, girl." And in the club, they turn that the instrument, they turn that down so we can sing with it. What? Mm. Um, a song that I didn't know what the real version sounded like. I was grown when I knew what it really sounded like. Was um, is it play by your man David Banner? What's it called? <laughs> yeah, that was a hit though. Right there. It yeah. was, but I had never heard the real. I don't. The real heard, version was wow. I had only yeah. heard the radio version, and when I was, I was like, "This is what he was saying." Oh, you ain't know what the Benny was? Oh, you was tweaking, huh? Yeah. Run that. <laughs> Somebody just sent me a song in my inbox. <laughs> I used to be scared of the D. Now the list. Look, Kim, that's what why. You didn't know what she was saying? She Dude, was saying. We had no business like, listen to it. Somebody right. said this. I ain't gonna lie to you. From our era period, that was probably about like 65, oh. 70% of the music we listened to. Because yeah. it didn't matter if you didn't even like hip hop, R&B was just as nasty. Yeah. Cause it really was. Even to this day, everybody still sing this song to the top of their lungs, but I know when I was young, I probably shouldn't have been singing it. Weak by SWV. Who getting me weak in the knees? Who? Mm. Uh, what's a Whitney song that we found out later on? She a side chick? Mm. Oh. Oh, what's the uh, Karen White? Superwoman. No, not no, not her, the other one. As we lay. As we lay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one. As we lay. They're counting up the cost. Ooh, child. Yeah. Hey, man. And uh Blue Brown. Listen, used to break my back. I want to write. I want to write. I want to write. <laughs> Pop that. Pop the what? What? Do the brown. Yeah. Do the brown. Do the brown. 
anything about Trina. Anything. Oh, man. <laughs> you you want to know the truth? Secret lovers. Lord have mercy. Uh, there you go. Shirley Murdoch was as we lay. Yep. We from that cash money era. Cash money had some history. Had cash money. What well, they did to Keisha. Who Keisha? Oh, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we got? What's the next topic? Um, oh Lord, Lord, what's something you said you would never do, but in your adult life determined that was a lie? Um, eat that yellow watermelon. You said what? You said eat that watermelon, huh? Eat that yellow meat. <laughs> you actually said you wouldn't do that? No, uh, it wasn't yellow meat. Wait, wait, wait. I know what you're talking about. You actually yeah. said that as a kid, you would never do that. Oh man, that was one of the seven deadly sins for me, my boy. It was in the Bible for me. Thou shalt not. <laughs> Them girls was, you know, they were, they were trying us early, 13, 14 years old. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> said, Shut up. <laughs> I never ever said I wasn't gonna eat no sweet meat. <laughs> 13, 14? Yeah. Yeah. That is what that was part of the seven deadly sins, my boy. Uh, okay, hi. Oh, right. my God. At 17, I learned better, though. That's it. Oh, I never said that one. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> All right. I never said that one. I want to find out what that time Oh, my God. <laughs> Drina, what you said you would never do? I never said I would do that to any man ever. I was like, I don't know how anybody does that. That is disgusting. Ever. I won't ever do it. Maybe when I get married. Maybe, but that's a lie detected determined. (laughs) I ain't never told that lie. (laughs) (laughs) And when and when boys would tell me that other girls did, I was like, You're lying. She would never do that. And then I'll be like, so how did it happen? Did y'all have a conversation? Because nobody <laughs> willingly does that. <laughs> I thought that was the worst thing ever. I thought it was the worst thing ever. Hmm. Definitely a lie. <laughs> <laughs> this what y'all was this what y'all was lying to y'all selves about as kids? Or what y'all hey, wasn't gonna do? I guess. All right. That was the seven day in the series before we go down. What? I can't even come back after y'all. I can't even y'all. My stuff lame. My stuff lame. I don't even want to. I said that and then like I guess whatever age that they started making you go and have like pap smears done. I was like when I turn 18 I'm you're not I'm going to be grown. I'll never do this again. I'm never going back to the gynecologist ever again in my life. On behalf of every man who's come face to face with your yellow meat watermelon, I'm pretty sure they're saying thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So glad. No, I said I would never have kids outside of my household. Any kid I have is always going to be under my roof. Was that a lie? Well, I got a divorce. So I don't know. And, uh, yeah, no, they got a divorce. I was at, I knew I wasn't gonna do the baby mama. I love kids. You can't run me off of my kids. Yeah, life teaches you 
other shit. So you learn the lessons the whole way. Yeah, I said I would never have kids. Period. Didn't want any. So who fucked Here up? We Here we are. Pull out game a week. <laughs> or did Man, you? Miss? I'm still traumatized. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are with a 26 year old and a 13 year old. Oh, 13 years apart. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Child. Bless your heart. No, I know. I'm still dealing with it. Mm. Agent, would you say you would never do that? Turned out to be a lie. I can't tell you. Look, wait, Courtney said, she said, I'd never be a baby mom, but look at me now, 16 years strong. Hold it down, Cole. You hold oh it down. God, yo, y'all crazy. Hold it down, Cole. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I said I would never, ever, ever join the military. Never. I yeah, 20 about years. It. Five months. I mean, four months, 25 days. Crazy. Congratulations. And, and, and a salute to you on that, for real. Thanks. It takes a real day to I ain't got I know the military has to be crazy because every time somebody gets out, they know the exact year, date, like all of that. Well, they put it on your on your um retirement paper. Oh, okay. Because there's a girl... There's a girl, she owns a boutique, and like the day she got out, like she does a sale on that day, like an anniversary oh, yeah. date sale. One October 2018, that's my retirement date, baby. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get Let's go. Adrian, you're not going to tell us yours? Um, and really to tell. Okay. Only thing I said was, um, Uh, I don't, uh, cause I don't know if it's considered that I lied to myself or not. I guess we'll leave it up to interpretation, and I'll just say the only thing that I possibly may have lied to myself about was that I said I wasn't gonna have a bunch of kids. So I, I, you know, I don't know <laughs> if I lied to myself or not. You feel me? But, what, you, uh, what you call a bunch? That's a, that's my that's why I ain't saying it because I don't know what's considered a bunch. You feel? Oh, me? look, wait, sorry, that's one of my old soldiers. Hey, the glands, how you doing? Oh my god, he's probably the best soldier I ever had. I was in the Air Force, he was in the Army. One of the most amazing soldiers I've ever supervised. Great, 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 great soldier. Great soldier. So you know if. Y'all let me know what's considered a lot of kids. More than one. I think four <laughs> is a lot. I think I think any of four. Three, three, three and up. Yeah, give you three, three and up. I would say four. Four. Well, first, I think it's subjective. It depends on how how the ages of them. Because if you have a lot, like a lot of kids close together in age, that's that's too many. Like two kids at in diapers together is too many for me. Yeah. Two kids in daycare together, that's too many kids. Hey, 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 hey. I got two kids. 
But they three and a half months apart. Did you say three and a half months? Yeah. Huh? Hold up. We're not finna just like bypass that. Like I didn't even know that they was three and a half months apart. <laughs> I thought they was like a year and a half apart. Nah, they just my son just big as shit. But no. <laughs> It was, it was definitely not the scenario like it, what it seems based on the timing. Let's just say I was a good shot. <laughs> huh? I'm so confused. Yeah. I, I didn't know that I had a kid on the way by X until like the day I was, yo, we finna go ahead and file. And that's the same day I found out she was pregnant. Hmm. Wow. And then an incident with her all over Jerusalem led to uh, an increase in aggression. And December 31st turned into January 2nd, and voila. Ghetto twins. Well, I'll be. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I lost on this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, ain't nothing I can say about this one. Jesus, it's, it's, the wheel, the car. I got my boy and my girl. Who's older? The boy. The boy. Uh, he'll be 14 in June. June 1st. Be offensive oh, season. Be offensive my uterus. You ain't, want, you ain't want no more? Who? Uh, Oh, you're talking him. I, I put it in the Lord's hand. That's how, that's how I put it. I put it in the Lord's hand. Like, Whose hands was it in the last time? Oh, that was definitely not. <laughs> not his. God was, was, his he, was he was not. You got the little bitty children. He was yeah, his hands. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, what did you and did now? Yeah. Oh. I thought you was... Oh, child. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Ooh, September 16th. Oh, my heavens. Mm. Oh, Father. And Help him learn. Help him learn. See, but see, that's two kids. That's a lot of kids because they too close <laughs> to go. That's a lot. Oh, we're going to find out how much it is with college, bro. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So. I think the ages matter. Hey, we got your handling business though. Ooh, child. I got two kids, but they 13 years apart. So it's like having two only kids. Like they. Mm. All right. Adrian got two little kids. That's what I'm really just praying for you, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, four and one? Mm hmm. How you still got hair? Because my, my beard just getting gray. Mm -hmm. I got them too, but how you still got hair? Because <laughs> <laughs> his kids ain't three and a half months apart. <laughs> right. By two different women. I ain't gonna really lie to you. That was from the divorce. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. All right, y'all, we about to go into the main topics. The main topics. Well, 
my first topic was my special guest. And um, I don't know if he wants to do this special announcement now that we knee deep into the show. Do you want me to play my video? Do you think? I'm excited. <laughs> we have a special announcement, you guys. Um, I really wanted to share this with you all. Oh my God, my, my brother is crazy. I'm not gonna read his comment. Um, <laughs> we have a special announcement. I'm going to play the video and then I will let, whoa, go ahead and let y'all know what it is. Here we go. Speech to the young, speech to the progress toward. Say to them, say to the down keepers, the sun slappers, the self soilers, the harmony ushers, even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. Want to say you're welcome, goddamn it, welcome to the family. Um, yeah, we we here now. So <laughs> now, um, as you can see, man, I, I I gotta start in this thing. Honestly, I go back to my it was a sports show I was a part of in the zone sports back in like 2012. And my guy who started that had some personal things, but things just kind of, you know, fell apart personally for him. And uh, the sports show suffered because of, well, I mean, I'm a sports hit at heart, but I knew I had more in me than just sports. Um, and my wife blessed me with a situation that got me started with the podcast. And it really was something I just started to just kind of, you know, process things in my head, say some stuff out loud, see what sticks, see what makes sense. It turns out people were um, receiving help and being blessed from just the honesty uh, and the transparency I was showcasing. So uh, fast forward from there, added uh, my brother, my who's actually my cousin, but I call him my brother because we like that. Um, but DT, Derek Taylor, to add it on, um, I feel like I think it was season two or three. It was, it's been a minute now. But um, he was added on, and the back and forth, the banter, uh, we started just building up a level of communication, uh, try to help improve the communication of black men because we suck in that area. We, like, really suck in that area. And uh, I've seen too many of my people lose out on relationships, family members, all this because they don't know how to talk. So let's keep from losing. So anyway, uh, me and DT, Cole came on. I uh, also had the sports show where I was able to still 
make that an outlet, but then God just really put it on my heart because I've been constantly getting inboxes and notifications from the folks out. They've been blessed from the work we've been doing. Like, you got something you need to build here. Prayer, talking, prayer, more talk. And um, funny thing was, Black with No Chase Radio, you know, I support my folks, some people over there. Um, shout out to my folks, CJ Lawrence, man. I know he just took a tough loss recently. Send a shout out to the Lawrence family. Um, they lost their uh, mother. But anyway, um, they started the radio, and I told my daughter, I said, you know, this is how people check us out. You'll get some new vibes. You'll get some other, you know, some other things going. Um, I said, who knows? Maybe one day they'll add some podcasts to the show. I don't even think it was like a week later. I saw a post come out. I think I hit you, DD, with it. Um, and they were looking to add podcasts. You want to put your podcast on the platform, you know, start talking and talk. Um, send the information over. I reached out. Again, God be with me. I didn't have to go through the interview process. Senior work. You good. You on. And before I even told them about this, they told me about it. <laughs> said, okay, I hear you. We on the right path. Um, spun off with Cole, getting her started. She's got ladies night, which is going to be, you know, updated shortly, but she'll be back in June. Uh, then we've recently added, uh, granny, she is, uh, but her name is Cheryl. And, uh, She's the host of All Things Undone podcast. Season two, she decided to link up with us after seeing Cole's special. She saw the vision that I was able to apply with Cole and said, I want that. I'm in. And uh, I kept reaching out to BWNC. So I got my folk over here, man, breaking barriers. They got some. But I noticed, like I said, they got the handful because it's really a lot to get these things up and going with this radio. So when they gave me the green light to really get things rolling with podcasts, I didn't hesitate. I knew who I want. I don't know who I'm going to reach out to. And I love the work that y'all been doing here. Um, every show that y'all have, if there's any information, it's definitely entertaining. Um, but it's a blessing to even just be a part of it, to sit with y'all, talk with y'all. Um, but now we want, you feel me? So, um, Let's let's run it up. Let's go. Um, I hope everybody, anybody, has been supporting breaking barriers. Um, now understands who I am, woe is, uh, and everybody else who's connected to us. So when you see this, it's my folk. It's our family, and uh, we are building from here. And I just want to say thank y'all to uh, believing in me for this connection. And let's let's make it count, man. And we appreciate you for thinking of us, um, for bringing us together, because we're better together. We can build yeah. quicker together. Um, we're stronger together. And we're just excited to take over the airwaves, to take over the podcast waves. I know that there's something great coming of this. This is not um, on accident. This is all intentional and on, and on purpose. And we got some good stuff to tell the people as a whole, individually and as a media group. So thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of this. We appreciate you. 
I appreciate y'all being here and all. I see Cole in the comment section. She uh <laughs> she's extremely extremely excited. But I know it's gonna be some bigger things man coming through the coming down the pipeline. Um we're gonna have ideas. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I need everybody we're gonna start linking up. I'm gonna create a a, 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 a group chat, but we're gonna have a super show. And I'm, I'm just gonna be real, I'm gonna name that motherfucker Battle of the Sixes. Um, but now nah, I'm, I'm I'm excited about this right now because as you can see, I think this is what 10 of us. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get that thing loaded though. Um but y'all cannot, y'all gotta understand, man. It's a real movement happening here. And and everybody who's behind these mics, genuine people. You know what I'm saying? We all got something to say. We're not just out here just to get our voice heard, but we're really gonna make some things happen. Oh, go. here you go with your competitor. <laughs> let, let them know, Cole. Let them know. <laughs> Thank you, Zamika. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm Listen, I'm telling y'all, blessings just pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. If you're in the realm, if you're close in the vicinity, they're coming. So just get ready. It's coming. I'm telling y'all, it's, it's a lot happening. And if you if you just happen to be connected, you're going to get some blessings around here. I'm just letting you know. It's crazy. I'm going to say this, too. Let me add this to, to the picture, too. So I'm working on the website as well for the media group. Um I currently just added a Facebook manager for my sports show. Uh, she ran my Facebook page over there, over there uh, Amy Nicole. Um, and I, I dare anybody to question why I put a woman on my sports page. Please, I dare you to try Amy. Not only is her basketball game strong, her MMA and her boxing game strong, but her troll game strong too. She'll eat your ass up. She'll eat your ass up. Um, but no, the website, I want to create a space where I know everybody's not meant to get in front of, a, you know, in front of a microphone or in front mm -hmm. of a camera, but there are still some people who have thoughts and opinions, ideas, and still want to do it the old school way. So we're trying to get create a space where you can come and write mm -hmm. um, opinionated pieces, you know, editorials, um, argumentative pieces, you know, whatever, whatever, but we're trying to, get a space where people can get their creative thought processes out um, for the time being until we're finished, officially done with the site. If you are interested in writing, um, hit me up. I am Will Podcast. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I'm wide open. Um, and I need to see some previous writings that, you, that you've had. Um, but also just to have the discussion and also find out where your headspace is at now and the direction you would like to go into. But just to give people opportunities. All right, well, great. Good stuff, y'all. Good stuff. I'm so proud. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Let's get it. Let's get it. We're going to go into our other main topics. And y'all got the information. I put it in the comments if y'all want to send if you want to write, I sent the um, his name on all his social media platforms so you can reach out um, or you can DM us or I'll, we'll pass it along, whatever, however you feel comfortable. Let's go. If you, if you got some skills, let us know. You know it's time to shine. It's YOLO. Leave it all on this side of the dirt. Let's get to it. No more excuses. Just get the word. Let's go. I like that. All right, y'all. So what is something you're doing now that will make your younger self proud? 
Um, I mean, for me, anyways, it's it's extremely easy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm building a relationship with my kids that I wish I would have had. You know what I mean? Um, one thing that I I, I learned, it, it might look a little different because my kids might be into something a little different than maybe I was, but just talking to them, communicating with them, you know, spending time, quality time. Like my kids would never have to beg for my time. You know oh. what I'm saying? They come first. So that's one thing I stuck to that. You know what I'm saying? Because that was so big to me that I said when I had kids, that was a priority for me. Everything else is, you know, second nature, sec on, you know, second and my kids come first. Uh, and so whether they understand that or not, because all they know is just Pops is always around. Pops is always at my practice. Pops is always at my swimming. Pops is at everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully, no, I, I not hopefully. I know, you know what I'm saying, they're going to understand once, as they get older, the importance of, wow, my Pops was really spending that quality time with me. So that's big for me. From one black man to another, I'm proud of you, my boy. Yes. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. What about you, Drina? Um, mine would be setting boundaries, not going along with what uh other people, you know, want me feel is best for me, like making those decisions for myself. Because I would always like try to go with the flow or take the path of least uh resistance. So definitely setting boundaries and the relationships, even like with my family um, and children. That's a good one. What about you, Will? Honestly, just living my truth, um, being the realest version of myself possible, not limiting myself to some of the things I was taught oh. as, as a youngster. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to ask questions, but if you don't seek the knowledge, you're wasting your time. And so just, uh, I think my younger self would be proud of me for chasing the knowledge, um, for asking the questions first. But then also um, just what we're doing here, you'll be surprised me sitting here in front of a camera and a microphone, I was not that person growing up. I'm not an outgoing person, I'm very private. Um, I talk to you one-on-one -on -one behind closed doors, but if we got an issue out there or whatever, whatever, I'm not doing all that public nothing. I don't do nothing in the public. <laughs> so my younger self, like, the hell is you doing? How, how the hell we get here, whoa? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> God, that's all I can tell you. God God had you doing things that you said you did. Mm. Good child. Like, like being a married child. Uh, sure, um, mine is helping uh, my, my younger self will be happy with me helping other people, um, the, especially people that that are in the position that I used to be in when I was young, being less fortunate, not having a lot, lights being cut off. Just me, me having the ability to help other people is one of the things I think I would be very happy as a younger person, like because I always was looking for. Like who gonna help us? Why? Why we gotta struggle? Why ain't nobody out here to help us? So, just being able to give back to, especially to my hometown where I'm from, boots on the ground, actually giving back to them—that's that's huge for me. So. 
That's dope. Not forgetting where you came from. Oh, no. Never. Never, never. The amount of people who, once they get out, never look back. I can't even imagine, like, because there, like, there is no me without where I'm from, Bristol, Pennsylvania. Like, that's where I'm from. Like, there is no way that I am who I am without starting there. So, not going back and giving back is, that's crazy. Nah, I gotta go back. So. Uh, what is something you do to inspire yourself to level up? Something that I do? Everybody, what do you do? Oh, uh, I guess being, I don't know, does being a father count? Because to be honest with you, I'm honest enough to know that when it comes to like with my kids, you know, now that they're the teenagers, don't talk. A little more openly, honestly. Um, and I talk to them about things that I wish someone would have communicated with me about. But at the same time, I'm not afraid to tell my kids, y'all didn't come with an instruction manual. And, and, and especially because, you know, y'all, these, these new age kids have been exposed to everything under the sun before you even knew what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I needed a... a I would love to have an, uh, an instruction manual, but I can't raise you the same way I was raised. I'm different. I'm different, but I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to have that conversation with you. And just when I see the people that they are day in and day out, I might mess up, but I want to get better. Like they don't always help me, push me to hit the next level like it might be scary um, supposed to be lord knows it's scary but for them what i do you? what about you dreaming what inspires um, you so what you said for the last question kind of segues into mine uh, i think surrounding myself with people who um are in a position that I want to get, want to be able to uh, achieve one day. And I think that stepping out and being a part of this with you and Adrian, y'all definitely both inspire me in your own separate ways. I know where Adrian came from and to see him achieve things he intentionally set on, set his mind to. And Didi, I think you're a huge inspiration, not only to me, but all types of other people. You know, the little bit of the story I know about you, I feel like Seeing where you came from, you always rep where you came from, you always want to help people, and you're constantly just trying to, uh, you know, pour into your community and everybody else around you, and even with your clients who reach out to you, like, it's just very inspirational. So, keeping myself around people, it's like whenever, you know, you, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. So, I feel like in the, whenever I'm with y'all, even whenever we have conversations, you get y'all's perspective. And I know that it's, you know, outside of the people that I normally speak with. That's what inspires me. Welcome back, Daniel. We always miss you. Always. Yes. It's not the same without you, I promise you. <laughs> what about you, Adrian? What inspires you to keep leveling up? Um, I, I like being around people that, that let me know I ain't doing nothing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know what I mean? Like, 
I like being around a group of people and I'm the lowest man on the total pole. Cause when they talking that talk, I'm motivated. I'm inspired. When somebody telling me every time they take a flight, it's first class. You know what I'm saying? They they cheapest car, buck twenty. You feel me? Like being around people that talk like that, walk like that, and you see it, and it's like, ooh, they make six figures a month. I gotta get my weight up. You know what I'm saying? Like I that inspires me. That makes me say. I got to figure something out because it's out there and I could do it. Mm-hmm. So that's real huge to me. You know, I'm I, fuck that. I'm big on money. Y'all know me. Like I, I'm keeping a buck. I know people are oh, money in it. Shit. Shit. So I like people that talk that talk, walk that walk money, talk that talk, honey. Like I like that. That get me hot. You know what I'm saying? Get me fired up. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen to people that, that that's like, yeah, I make 100K a month. I'm like, mm-hmm. straight up? Yeah, I got to get my weight up. When Grant said making 350K ain't a, a, a year ain't nothing, I was like, ugh. It ain't? You know? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh. Okay. Let me, let me figure out how to level up. And you know what? I actually made a video about this. It really ain't if you got a family. But I say that for another time. But yeah, I like I like being around people that talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. for sure. And but they got to be doing it. You can't be talking that talk and you ain't doing it. Right. I don't like uh, yeah. I don't like them broke social media folks. Swear they balling, and you know, nah. Mm. nah. Uh, my inspiration to leveling up is that this is the only life I have. Ain't nothing after this. Right. So what else am I going to do? I don't care how scary it is. I don't care if I fail at it. I don't care. I'm going to do it. If it's something that come in my mind I can, and I can actually make it come to fruition, I'm going to do it. Whether it's successful or not, I'm going to try it. But that's just me. I mean, I might be scared to death, but y'all probably will never know. But I'm going to figure it out because after at the end of the day, when I'm on my deathbed, there's nothing else that I can do. So why not do it all while I'm here? That's the that's what helps me. Y'all see me doing a million things. And people are like, when do you sleep? When do you? I, I sleep really good. <laughs> I'm a project manager. So I know how to schedule things. I know how to I know how to manage things very easily and very uh, concisely. So I got it. I promise y'all I got it. And when I need to stop, I'll stop. When I need to rest, I'll rest. I got this. In the military, you do 30,000 things at the same time. And you get paid pennies. So those things train you to be able to do these things. And now I'm doing things that I actually like doing. And it's fun. So everything that I do, I've done enough sacrificing for my children for, for a million people. I promise you. I have left my kids for six, seven months at a time. Lived in tents in Afghanistan lived in Saudi Arabia, lived in Turkey and Korea. I have sacrificed more than the average person. Now is my time to shine and I'm going to do it. Anything I want to do, I'm going to do it. Whoever don't like it, I don't care. (laughs) So leveling up is easy for me. Hey, lessons right there. That's a perspective right there. Yeah. I mean, when when you live in a tent in Afghanistan and your life is on the line every single day, after that, it, it don't even care. You just do stuff just because you can. I feel you on that. 
Fear is not even an option. Like, fear of what? Failing? Okay, then we try something else. Succeeding? Well, good. That shit work. Let's keep going. Like, we got it. No more excuses. We don't make excuses. There you go. So let's go. So, okay, y'all. What do you consider your biggest win so far in life? The goddamn kids, I swear they keep. <laughs> nah, uh, it's definitely the kids. Um, part of my whole life as well is little known fact this year, my firstborn would have been graduating high school. She was born and she passed right in front of me. Um, and so again, when the kids came around, you know, it was like it was four years in between the time frame that happened, and I was still with the person I was with. So it's, it makes you feel like, why hasn't another opportunity come along? You know, like God is this it? And then it was boom, boom, and I was like, God, how am I gonna do this? I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know I was gonna be having two of them. Like, honestly, I didn't know I was gonna have one. <laughs> All, everything was a shock. But um, every day that they are above ground, they don't have to ask daddy what we eating tonight. Uh, they don't have to ask about a roof being over their head. Mm -hmm. um, they know that they live it comfortably. And, 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 and anything that they need, I will always go out of my way to provide for them. Um, but seeing them on a day-to-day -day basis will always be like a big win for me, especially after taking such a huge loss early on. Okay. What about you, Adrian? I think that for me anyways, to actually live in the space of what I wanted, um, I think that's the biggest win. I never really, you know what I'm saying? Like we all say we want a prosperous relationship, a prosperous marriage, you know what I'm saying? But like, to actually be in one mm. and to be living it like when you know people be telling me the stuff that they deal with in a relationship and it's kind of mm. like I don't want to say like shit don't happen over here. you know what I'm saying like you you don't want to you don't want to be like yeah bro like you know what I'm saying actually I don't but I'm gonna say yeah because you my dog and I don't want to discourage you and tell you like that's something my wife don't do. You know what I'm saying? So just stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I was big where it was like, I, I I I manifested and I spoke it into existence of saying, I want a relationship where we can talk. I want a relationship where we communicate. You know what I'm saying? We can be open with each other. If there's a situation, we can just talk it out. Like, we ain't gonna be arguing. We ain't gonna be yelling. You know, we gonna literally sit down and figure out what, what's our next step. We gonna make the best move, you know, for us. And that's where we at, and that's where we've been. And 
to actually want that because I told myself if that's not what it is, I don't want it. Like I'm not going to be in a relationship. And so to actually get that and then live it is like, woo. Cause I can remember before we got together, I have friends shout out to Janice. You know what I'm saying? Um, because me and her talk and, uh, you know, it's like, man, you know, because people be like, bro, you just going to have to deal with that. And she was like, I don't do that to my husband. Like, we don't go through that. And uh, I'm like, really? She's like, no, we don't be arguing. We don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't be at each other's throats. Like, none of that. And I'm like, wow. So it's real? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I ain't accepted nothing but that. Mm. So that's what it is. It's real. Mm. Look, when you said when you when you mentioned that you was like I, I can't relate to that you it, it reminded me of this weekend when somebody was I just be like yo 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 I I like yo, I was talking good. about they baby mom or something and Asia was like I, yeah. I don't have a problem <laughs> like, he was like oh yeah I'm yeah, looking yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like just going through that and nah, I just I just yeah, I, it's not my life. I and 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 I feel like I've been breaking so not only do I feel like I've been breaking the generational curses for my kids, I've been breaking them for myself. And I'm actually able to reap the benefits of what I'm breaking. And sometimes, you know, we don't get to see that, right? Like we break the generational curses for the generations after us. But like I'm reaping the benefits of the generational curses being broke as I'm doing it. So for me, that's a win because I'm actually able to see it, feel it, live it, and not deal with the bullshit that you know other people be dealing with in my family. So once again, I'd be like, ah, shit, I don't know. Oh no, no, right, Adrian, you you get what I'm saying? You married? Uh, nigga, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we do over here in the Taylor household. Like, that's oh, not it. <laughs> Drina, what's, what's your biggest win so far in life? Uh, I think being becoming the type of parent I am with my daughters, the relationship we have, even though these teenage years is trying to whip me down. <laughs> <laughs> and not only uh, kind of when Adrian answered about being there for his children, like building a relationship and spending time with him, my you'll learn, you know, you never think your kids are listening or retaining any of that or they don't appreciate it. And in the the weirdest way they'll let you know real quick, like, oh, my mama would have never did this, or my daddy would have never did this. <laughs> like, you know, I I was I had a situation with my daughter that I was about to fuss, and they were like, Mama. We know you would never do us like them people parents be doing. So um, I think to not only have their relationship with them, but then they call me to fix other people's problems. Like, uh, can you talk to this girl? Her mama is doing da 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 da. I'm like, I I can't get into people's family matters. Like they don't have nothing to do with us. I can only worry about this household. So I think that's my biggest win. Okay. Before I say mine, we want to say uh, good night to what he has to go. That, that rhymed. Um, <laughs> he got to handle something. We appreciate you for coming tonight. 
And uh, we're just excited about what we got coming in the future. Thank you. It's a blessing to be here. Uh, again, thank y'all again for joining us on this journey and looking forward to much, much more coming down the line, man. Y'all have a great night. It's a great show out to people who tune in tonight. Bow out, man. Thank you, Will. Bye. Hey. So my um biggest accomplishment, I have two actually, but the first, the main one is my daughter because I was 18 when I had her um, and all the odds were stacked against us. And she is the first one in my family to break the generational curses um, as far as not being a teenage mom, actually finishing college the traditional way, um, becoming a registered nurse, still not having any children at 26, owning all her own stuff, buying her own car in her own apartment, all that good stuff, and just making better decisions as she gets older and older. So just she is definitely my biggest blessing and my biggest accomplishment my biggest win so far in life. Um, our relationship is amazing now. It wasn't always that way. Being away from her so much in the military caused a lot of strain, but now we are just great. And I'm just, I'm just super proud of her. Um, my other win is walking away from a situation that I thought I was supposed to be in, even though everybody else knew I wasn't supposed to be in it. It was extremely hard for me to walk away from because I was so invested but I am so happy that it's over and I, everything in my life is just so much better that I've done that. Um, the blessings that I'm getting are just so like unimaginable. I, I just, I can't even believe it for real. Like I'm in awe at everything that's just pouring in for me. And like, I'm just happy that I have the friends that I have, the support systems that I have, and just the people that ride with me no matter what. And just they tell me the God's honest truth, no matter if I want to hear it or not. And they're always riding with me, no matter what decision I make. But they know what's best for me. And they tell me no matter what. So I'm just excited about that win. I think that's probably one of the biggest wins that I've, I've had in a long time. And I'm just happy to just be out of it and stepping into the new greatness that I'm stepping into. So I'm here for the wins, here for the wins. All right, y'all. Next topic. What's worse, an absent father or a toxic mother? Uh, I think I'm going to say the toxic mother. I agree. Because it's, you know, your mama, people be like, oh, but that's my mama. And that's a hard thing. To move past, especially if, like your mom is all you have, and she's been there, you know. So you, she's the one who's like set up like your compass to gauge things, and yeah, I think that has a worse effect on people. Yeah, and I think like if you don't know, like you don't know what you don't know. So if your yeah. dad's not there, you just don't even know what to expect, what not to expect. You, you just guess but if you have a toxic mom there that's just constantly just pouring nastiness into you that's all you know so you're going to become that yeah. absent dad you might it's going to cause some trauma but you don't know like what damage he would have done if he was there so but uh i don't i don't yeah, think mama. i don't think toxic moms get enough um ridicule 
for being toxic because they put a lot of blame on absent fathers for not being there. Yeah. Because mm. they mamas, because people don't want to go against what they mama say, because it's like, I'm your mama. I'm all you got. I brought you into this world. All of that. But, mm. yeah. Who, Daniel, are you referring to me, Andrina? Yes. My, my son's dad's not physically in the house, but he is very present in my son's life. Yeah, we, we split custody 50-50, and he is very, he is a very present dad. Now that other, my daughter's dad, I ain't going to say. He was never a part of, well, child by, yeah, that was something else. <laughs> no, I, I, he on speed dial. As soon as I need, uh, I'm calling your dad. Talk to your child. This is your baby. You want, you want me to email him to you or what? Because he got the go. <laughs> no. Dads are super important. Yes. Super important. What you think, Adrian? Toxic mom or absent father? Oh, toxic moms by by, by far. Uh, what is worse, an absent? Um, I mean, I mean, uh, absent father. My bad. Absent father is way worse than a toxic mom. You think so? Oh yeah, definitely. Daniel, yes, he does help with my daughter. My daughter and my sons they have a great relationship. I feel like you know, present father. I think having a present father trumps a toxic mom. Like if you got a present father. It, it'll it'll supersede a toxic mom. I I just I mean a toxic mom is bad, but imagine not having your father. I, I look at it as as the worst, right? Having a toxic mom, but having a father is gonna be cool. Um, having a toxic mom and no father is horrible. Having a toxic mom, yeah. I I, I just think just that 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 absent father piece. I feel like that just has an effect on a child when you think about it, right? That's what most kids stem from is, you know what I'm saying? Is their when their father is not present, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a toxic mom, it's so manipulative that you don't even know that she toxic, the real talk. Like it's, it's just the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like you may be 40 before you realize, damn, my mom was toxic, but your daddy ain't there. You know that from forever. You you know it, you know it, but a toxic mom, toxic moms tend to be so manipulative that you don't even really notice that she really that toxic because you love your mama, you love your mama unconditionally until you get older and realize like oh shit my mom toxic, like this is crazy, what the hell going on? Well I'll say from experience because my dad was not there and my mother was extremely toxic, she was actually a crackhead until I was about eleven, so um. I will say that from a life lesson standpoint, like living my life, my mom was not good for me. It was bad. I was trying to get away from her. Not having my dad there, I didn't even know what it felt like to have a dad, so it didn't really matter. Like The only time that my dad mattered, and that's it for me growing up, was with men. So I was not um, wise when it came to making choices with men. But me navigating life my mother was horrible for me. Horrible. She 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 was bad. <laughs> like I think like her not being there would have been better than her being there. 
And I say that because I was in foster care and the seeds that were sown while I was in foster care actually helped mold me a lot better to who I am now than having her there. So removing her made it a lot better. I'm just speaking from experience though, like, I don't know, but it, nah, my mom was a bad, she was bad. Yeah, I think most kids, I, I, of course we think, I think that fathers should be there, but if you don't even understand what it's like to have a dad, you just don't know. You don't know, you don't know what you don't know. So that there's something missing, but you don't know what's missing. You don't know what that feels like. So for a little girl, you're looking from for that from other men. You're trying to figure out what that feeling is supposed to feel like. But for a mom to be present and to be poisoning you every day, that's that's really bad. Because you don't even know, know how to navigate anything because your mom is the only voice of reason that you have. They're both bad. Mm -hmm. Both are bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I met my dad when I was 19 for the first time. I don't know. I don't know if it made a difference or not. I was happy to know what he looked like. Oh shit. He's always friends have dads and he wants that so bad. That's the only hurt I can't fix. Yeah. My daughter's the same way. Absence is at least peaceful too. Negative forces against you though. That's bad. Yeah. I, I yeah. And I think that that may um lend to how we as people who did not have dads uh deal with conflict or deal with relationships so if you're not there you don't matter like you don't exist to me so i can just move i can just function because it doesn't matter anymore i don't see you you're not there you're absent you're gone so you don't affect me at least i don't think you are affecting me because this is what i'm used to but then we are used to dealing in toxicity from our moms so we stay in it for longer than we should because that's what we're normally used to dealing with. My dad hasn't been active in my life the way he should for more than half of my life. To be honest, if something bad happened, I don't want that to happen, but I can't say I would be that upset because I really don't know the man. Naturally, I'll be upset, but I'm not going to grieve like most. Which is crazy because his dad is more of a dad to me. That's my brother. Is more of a dad to me than he is to him. Which is weird. Uh, I'm un I understand what Adrian is saying because he knows firsthand what is missing due to him being a great father. Absolutely. And most, which is sad, but a lot of black kids my age 
don't know that. So I didn't like Courtney was saying that her son sees his friends with their dads. When I was growing up, not a lot of my friends' dads was there. So that wasn't like a trigger because they weren't there. Yeah. I grew up with both my parents in the household and I thought that my mom was more toxic than my dad until I got older. And then I realized my mom was shielding us from a lot of it, but I still like had a great relationship with my dad. And I really feel like I hate that my daughters didn't get to experience that um, because I think that's like one of the greatest loves to like have a, a loving father or what I felt like was a loving father to me um, outside of the relationship him and my mom had. But I do think that the toxic mom, again, you hold on to that for longer because it's your mama and you don't want to like go against it, even though like not until you get into the world and see things are done differently. And it's like, oh, OK, <laughs> maybe maybe that is a problem. Right. But yeah, they're both, they're both bad things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And the, the the irony of what my dad meeting him at 19 is that on his deathbed, I was there. I was feeding him. I was making sure he was good. I was uh, I was flying home every weekend to check on him just to make sure he wasn't being mean to the nurses. Like he was I was in there making sure he ate because he didn't want to eat. Like so it was just the the crazy part of him being excited to see me come in the hospital. I'm like, <laughs> really? Okay. Just weird. But you know, that's how life works. That's how life works. So for our last topic, I actually have a video. Y'all believe it? Oh my God. Hold on. I gotta share um I gotta share it differently this time because I don't have the file. I couldn't figure out how to download it. Oh, let's see. How do I? Oh, here we go. There we go. Can y'all see it? Yep. Can't hear it, though. Yeah. Y'all can't hear it? No. Oh, God, I don't know how to make you hear it. What do I do? Oh, hell. Hold on. Oh, damn. I don't know. Hold on. Let's see. Why won't I let y'all hear it? Oh, y'all might not be able to watch it then. I don't know how to make you hear it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Little boy, get out of here. You okay? Yes, I'm okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm on that. Really? Hold on. Tell me if you can hear it. No. You said no? No. 
All right. Oh well, I can't play it. I don't. I don't. I can. I couldn't download it or it won't let me. Hold on. Nope. Ah, that sucks. Okay. Well, the video was Apollo G's mom, and she was talking about um, how she was not going to allow her children to struggle. She didn't. She's like, I'm that 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 didn't make sense to me. Like I didn't have a me growing up, but now my kids have a me growing up. And the topic on the uh, it was on the Breakfast Club. They were talking about this, and they were saying that people think that struggle. If you allow your children to struggle, you'll be successful. So, do you think? And they were saying like struggle builds character and all that stuff. So, I was going to ask: Does struggling, growing up struggling, does it build character or does it build trauma? Do you think your kids need to struggle no. to be successful? Because struggle comes in different forms. You know what I'm saying? It's it's teaching your 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 kids your kids persistence, getting up when they get knocked down, to always go after what they want. That's what's big, not struggle. I don't feel like you gotta get it out the mud or you gotta you know you gotta go through like being broke. Uh uh, you know the sad stories that people stay you know tell you like living out of my car. I mean, that was good for them. They overcame that. But like, I don't feel that my kids need to go through that to be great. You know what I'm saying? People feel like if you haven't went through that type of adversity, there's no way you're going to, you know, fight for what it is that you want. And I feel like that's a lie. You know what I'm saying? One thing that we tend to do all the time is what we 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 clone our kids into that. Right. Because why? What do we do? We give them everything financially that we didn't have, but we don't give them the mental fortitude that we had to go with it, right? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you can teach that. You can you can work through that. There's ways that you can set your kids up to struggle or work for what it is that they get without them missing meals, you know what I'm saying? Without, <laughs> without them, you know, having the lights not being paid. You know what I'm saying? Like people feel like, oh, that builds character. No. Because I look at it like this, right? I had this specific conversation with my mama. Uh. And because my mama said the same bullshit that we talking about right now. Like, Adrian, think about it. The things that you that you went through made you better, made you great. You overcame that. And I'm like, mama, the type of person that I am, do you think I wouldn't have been, you know, better or be great or as great if I had someone that would back me. If, if if I had family that believed in me, if I had family that saw potential in me to say, you know what, this going to be the person that help us get to the next stage. So I'm going to make sure to help him. You know what I'm saying? You think that those things wouldn't have, you know, catapulted me to, you know, greater heights if I would have had a support system. Like, I don't believe in what you're saying. You know, that's that old school way of thinking of, yeah. I shitted on you. Or yeah, you know what? We didn't treat you like you should have been treated. But look at you now. Fuck that. That that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, all that. Oh, I'm just being keeping it a buck. All that do is build trauma. All that do is build hate hatred towards you. You know what I'm saying? That didn't help me or build me closer to you. I don't know. Slight detour, but my thing is is, is this with all of that, right? When you are you know, in a fraternity and going through the process, like, and then once it's over, 
right? It's like my brother. And it's like, nigga, no, you was kicking my ass. Fuck you. I want to punch you in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have that type of mindset of like, I don't, I don't came through. Give me a hug. I love you. You know what I'm saying? And you like, yeah, I, I, yeah, you did it. You did it. No, fuck you. I did this shit on my own. Uh, fuck, I don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? And that's how my mentality works. It works totally different. You know, so I look at the family that shitted on me, a family that wasn't there for me, a family that told me I wasn't going to be nothing. Uh-huh. As yeah, bitch, don't ask me for a motherfucking penny because I ain't giving you shit. And I'll piss on your grave. I don't give a fuck if you die. Nigga, fuck you. Die slow. I don't care. Some people think that's an asshole, but that's me. Like, and, and guess what? You created that fucking monster. That shit you talking about that made me this way, you goddamn right. And now I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Y'all can yeah. die slow, pits of hell. I wouldn't piss on your goddamn grave. Fuck you. Mic drop. <laughs> hey, listen. What you think, Lena? Yeah, I definitely don't think that you need to struggle in order to become successful. It's different ways, like, you know, letting people fail at something and let them know, like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, you just got to try again. Or maybe that wasn't a thing for you. But the struggle, like, why would I want my kids to struggle if I can prevent that? Right. Okay, look at what he just said, right? We we, we praise a, a Elon Musk or a Donald Trump that's trust fund babies that come from parents that were millionaires. Did they take it to the next level? Yeah. But they come from money. You know what I'm saying? But we praise them like, oh, Elon Musk is, is a genius. Oh, Donald Trump is a marketing genius. You know what I'm saying? But it, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? With us, it's like, oh, we got to get it from the mud. Like, we got to come from the dirt. Like, we got to come from the PJs. We got to grow up with roaches, you know, for it to be respected. Man, I don't respect none of that. I ain't trying to live through none of that. I don't want my kids to live through none of that. I don't want no nobody should have to live through that. That is not gonna make you great. No. Yeah, no, no. And the crazy part is all the people that claim you need to go through the struggle praise, like you said, we won't go to the black. They praise all these rappers, all these celebrities. They kids ain't going through the struggle. Hmm. Like they they make all of these these concessions for these people. But you think that I need to go through the struggle for what? Why are we glorifying the projects? Why are we glorifying the struggle? Why are we glorifying I got it out the mud? I don't want my children to get it out the mud. Hold up. Put Daniel comment up there. Daniel, let me tell you something. How he not a marketing genius? Exactly. We talk about Trump more than Trump talks about himself. How was he not a marketing genius? He took over the freaking airways before the election. He dominated it. Dominated it. Trump does has nothing to do with Trump Towers, but they're called Trump Towers. That is whether you like genius. him or not, the dude is a marketing genius. 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 This shit's stupid as hell, but he he, he know how to get under people's skin and, they, and that shit go by. He know what he's doing. That's all he got to do is talk about himself. And he goes viral. And he takes over the airwaves. Not every just viral. news station, every media station. Come on now, Daniel. He don't just go viral. He got people steady sending him money. 
Right. Red hat. It, like, you see a red hat, you already know what that motherfucker said. How did you not agree with him being a marketing genius? <laughs> you ain't got to like what he marketing. Right. You ain't got to <laughs> like him. I get credit with credit to do. I don't know Donald Trump. Don't right. care for Donald Trump. But what Donald Trump is doing in the media is, <laughs> hey, man, he could he could do a class, which he has. He can yes. teach you some things, whether he you like him or not. He had people buying stakes. He had people enroll into a fake university. Come on now. Don't do that. But, um, yeah, th this whole struggling thing, I had somebody tell me that I needed to... We're not talking about rail. We're talking about his red hat. I bet you, you you talking about software that don't nobody else know about, but I bet you you put that red hat up there with that MAGA hat, everybody gonna know it. But anyway, I had somebody tell me that I need to move my son to a school near the hood because they had he had a better opportunity of getting a scholarship for school for uh sports. I said, what? <laughs> First of all, my my children are military kids. They're not built for that. <laughs> like, if he's good enough to get a scholarship, they'll find him at the school he in. And if not, his mama know how to put together a, a real, a highlight reel to send to whatever school he want to go to. And if not, we got money. He's going to go to school regardless, okay? We good. His school going to get paid for whatever school he want to go to. We're not going to the hood specifically just to play a sport. That's just ignorant. Not doing that. But this, this whole struggle mentality, like, People glorifying, oh, I'm from these projects. I'm from this hood. This my block. This my... Really? Really? The trauma that comes along with this mentality is it's, it's, it's displayed all over the place. We see it every single day. Especially this generation who takes things so far. And they are dying at an alarming rate over blocks that nobody owns a piece of land on. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Are you making jokes, Daniel? We, we don't know when you're joking and when you're serious. We just can't tell. Yeah, so much insecurity. We really don't believe that we belong. That's the truth. Now, that's the God's honest truth. Yes, yes, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Drina, Chris said, what's up, Drina, Drina? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, for some reason, people, Black people don't think that you can be successful unless you came from some type of struggle. You even see it like in a faith faith based things. Oh yeah, I mm -hmm. go through this struggle because the Lord about to bless me. Mm -hmm. I'm going through this, and maybe it's your karma. <laughs> How about that, maybe maybe you're going through something because some shit you did already. You know, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. But you know. Um, I want us to get out of the, um, I got to struggle to make it. I have to struggle first. It even boils down to like um, relationships. 
oh, I got to go through this struggle love first to get to the good love. Like, no, you really don't. <laughs> it's the Adrian got a different fireman tonight. I need I need to tap in. Let's <laughs> counsel on <laughs> Look. Listen, I would never allow my children to go through the struggles that I went through. Absolutely yeah. freaking not. Because it's, it's a difference from letting them fall than to letting them fall off of a cliff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, okay, for instance, they struggle might be different from ours. They struggle could be they start a business and it fails, right? Mm -hmm. And now we need to pivot to figure out what we need to do from there or how, you know what I'm saying, we could take that same concept and make it into something that makes money. That is a struggle still in itself, right? Mm -hmm. We got to think about the the thing is like you're going to struggle in life, but mm -hmm. we look at struggle as like, who, like, I ain't know where my next meal was coming right. from. Like, I ain't had no clothes on my back. I ain't had no heat in my house. We ain't have, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we look at that as a real struggle. We don't look at someone that has created a business at 16 and it possibly fails uh -huh. and they're trying to figure out what their next move is as a struggle that's a struggle because that's going to have a, a certain mental fortitude on you that's going to be like dang can I really do this can I really achieve the things that my dad my mom said I could you know it's still a struggle so we have to like you said get out of that mindset of you know what I'm saying that I live with roaches crawling on my face and, you know, and, and like, come on, man, ain't nobody, I, like, I don't want my kids to go through that. No. And, and that's, and them not going through that isn't going to make them soft just because they didn't go through that. No. But we, and that, that was unnecessary. Life. We shouldn't have went through it either. No, not at all. That's the problem. Like, this is not normal. <laughs> no. no. I think no. we went through what normal. No. So, Yeah. Because I, I, I allowed my daughter to, to suffer. I, I, I allowed her to struggle one year in college because she was being ungrateful. She was entitled. And she thought that I was just supposed to do certain stuff. Okay. You know what? I'm going to let you, you this this one year of college, you're going to be in these dorms and you're going to eat that meal plan. And that all, that's all you're going to get is the meal plan. I'm not sending you nothing extra because you think that I'm supposed to do all this stuff. Man, that one, when I tell you that one year humbled her and she was so happy after that year was over and she was like, mom, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I didn't know how good I had it. These other people here struggling so bad, they don't have nothing. It, yeah, you got it too good. I had to let you, re, I had to let you see what reality looked like for one year because you had me messed up. Mm -mm. No, ma'am. But the, the, the irony was she was on my GI bill. So she was getting housing allowance this whole time. She didn't even know. I saved up all that money every single month for her. So she had like $10,000 set aside in her account. And she didn't even know that her struggle was going to was going breed something great. But she learned her lesson. And she don't play with me no more, though. Mm -hmm. What the heck? What, hold on, hold on. I missed some stuff. Hold on. Trey Young. What? What? Okay. Oh my God. Okay. 
it makes us hard and even mean some, yeah, bitter. We all talking about healing because of this. Exactly. Exactly. Because everybody, like, there's so many black people out here just healing from childhood trauma and struggle for no reason. Like, we was put into stuff that we ain't asked to be put into hmm. and can't function in a normal, successful friendship or relationship because of it. And you want us to put, pour that onto our kids? How about no? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Anyway. What y'all got going on for the week? What y'all got coming up? Oops, I'm gonna put this one up there. I'm still out here slinging tickets to this Kentucky Derby party. Not slinging. Catch me on the block. Catch me on the block. I'm out here in the struggle. <laughs> I thought it was this past weekend. No? Uh-uh, it's this weekend. Oh. I mean, next, not this weekend. The following weekend, May 6th. Oh, okay. Big time. Boss Hog. All right. Boss Hog in it. Okay. I That's smell you. She said she's slanging them. What you got coming up, Adrian? Uh, you know, the, the website is finally here. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, live. Shit. Check me out. www.gentlemanscouncil.com um, Yeah, man. Check me out. You know, People have been telling me it's pretty fly. You know, go check out the website. Um, I actually have a meeting um, with a potential client. So um, we'll be discussing how we can kind of work together on a contractual basis. So you know what I'm saying? Your brother always trying to get that bag. You feel me? So hopefully um, we can get some reoccurring work. And uh, I got some other things coming down the pipeline as well, too, for hopefully some contractual work, you know, for coaching and and you know, uh, training and facilitation, uh, for the company. So yeah, man, that's what I'm on. That's what I got going on. Um, you know, I give y'all a little bit more in the after, but yeah, that's what I got going on. Went into the, oh yeah. Went into the office today. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was, Hey, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I was not ready. Um, totally different. Um, I ain't been, yeah. It, woo. Had your boy, had your boy like, what am I doing in this piece? But um, now nah, all is good though. It's a good, good chill spot. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, man, definitely got some things coming. Definitely, definitely got some things coming down the pipeline. Okay, okay. You know hey, D, let me find yeah. out. Hey, you about to find out now. You about to find out now. <laughs> oh man, um, so I have, um, uh, a lot. So y'all know if you have not subscribed yet, my, uh, grown and sexy meal prep with the core queen episode one parts one and two have dropped on my Instagram page. If you not, if you have not subscribed yet, you can't see the episodes, but you can subscribe on my Instagram page. Uh, the subscription button is in my bio profile, whatever you'll see it on there. Once you go to my page. Listen, I'm telling y'all, it's a it's it's a great show. We have so much fun. It does get steamy, so if you you know religious or whatever, you might want to watch it. Um, so we get down and dirty. I have some amazing guests coming on. The first episode is with DJ Puff from Peacock's uh, 
Queens Court. If you haven't watched Queens Court, check it out. It has Tamar Braxton, Evan Lozado, and uh, Nivea. They're on there looking for love. So DJ Puff was one of the men on there that was dating these women. We had a great time in the kitchen. It got steamy. It got hot. But we made a meal. It was good. So check it out. Um, the next two uh, guests that I have, y'all will not believe who I got to come on my show. So I'm so excited about it. I'll drop it soon. Um, so y'all just stay tuned. I have um, uh, two speaking engagements coming up. One I'll be speaking at. Um, child, I made me miss it. I don't know. I, I can't think of the name of the church. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, I will be speaking at Sanctuary of Life Outreach Center on May 7th for their 14th church anniversary. I'll be speaking about um, fitness, physical health, mental health, spiritual health. Talk to them real quick about that. Um, Y'all come help me write this down on speech. I don't want to talk. No, I'm joking. I'll get it together by then. Um, and then I'll be speaking at um, the Sneaker Ball on May 13th in uh, Philadelphia. I'll be speaking about entrepreneurship. There, they'll be giving out an actual grant for entrepreneurs at that event as well. Um, and then I have, oh, I am jumping back into the music industry, guys. Um, I have a new artist that I'm going to be picking up. It's a whole different experience, a whole different view on the music industry. Um, it's a team of us now, so it's going to be crazy. Um, his name is Chris Lowe. If you haven't heard of him, he's from Alabama, but he lives in Atlanta. His music is going crazy. Um, he has a big team of people around him. They want to bring me on as his manager. So I'm excited to go back in from a different angle and not be like the entire label, just manage. So I'm excited about that. Have an event on May 6th in Atlanta. Um, it's called... This is a really big deal, I think, for the city of Atlanta. It's called Jam for Peace. It's the first annual Day of Peace, Love, Family, Fun, and Live Entertainment. So he'll be, he'll be performing there. It's a family event. It has kids at kids activities, job fair, car show, all this good stuff. May 6th um, in Atlanta. It's from 11 to 6 p.m. It's at Forest Park. And then on May 20th, it's called the uh, Chris Lowe Experience. Um, let's make rap great again. He'll be performing there at Celebrity Lounge in Atlanta. So we got two big events coming up in May. So I'm excited about that. And also, I have my abs and ass boot camp, virtual boot camp. If you want to work out with the core queen, I have an abs and ass boot camp coming up on May. I think it's the 20th to that morning, 10 a.m. Um, tickets are available on Eventbrite if you want to uh, join me. We have a good workout, about 30, 45 minutes long. I have a cash prize giveaway. I have a DJ. We have fun. We have a good time. Get your good sweat on. Get you some money. And, you know, we jam, we dance, we have fun. Check it out. Uh, I believe that is all that I have coming up. If y'all have any topics you would like for us to talk about, send them to our DM, our inbox, our email. Uh, if you would like to donate to our podcast, you'll see the cash app scrolling across the bottom. We are proud and excited to be a part of the Iron Wool Podcast Media Group, and we are going to be on BCNC Radio. Our audio will be live tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. If you want to listen to anything that you haven't heard tonight, 
or if you're catching this late, we'll be on audio so you can listen to it on the radio. Uh, we appreciate y'all in the comments. We love when you guys interact with us and you talk to us. Please share this with anybody that you know that would be interested in the podcast. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe, hit the notification bell, like this video, comment on the video. Help us get up there, y'all. Help a sister and the two sisters and a brother out, you know. We are the Breaking Barriers podcast. We appreciate y'all. We will holler at y'all next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye.